Before history is written, it's played. Before it's frozen in time, it's fought one shift at a time. Before it's etched in silver, it's carved in ice. What happens next will last forever. The Stanley Cup Final on ABC and ESPN Plus begins Saturday. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Of Flow Wrestling Radio Loud, I'm your host Christian Piles, joined today by Ben Funky Askren and James Dean Raider, 815 on the button, never late, never tardy. You've actually been late, that's a lie. We don't tolerate lies on this show. Oh, really? <laughs> actually, that's not true. I'm never late. And I wasn't late this time, although it was close. TD. He was late, tell everyone. It's 815, literally yeah, right time. now. No, not You've got to keep the same energy with Ben. You have not, not in the past. Today. I know. <laughs> I will change it based on who it's happening to. This not that one day. Not today. That one, remember that one day he was late, JD. That's that's the lie day. You guys are liars, and it's okay because it doesn't change how I feel about you guys. Ultimately, and ultimately, a great weekend of wrestling. And we had good high school action. We'll probably be focusing more on uh, the college side, of which there's plenty to discuss. Um, but Ben, what were you doing this weekend? First of all, where, where were you coaching? Uh, well, we had a I had a youth wrestling event on Saturday. It was pretty good. But Friday night, we uh, we it was kind of not super far away, a couple hours. So we all did a little practice, and then it was great because we um, the hotel actually was a rinky dink hotel, but they had this kind of nice setup. So uh, pretty much everyone on the team was there watching, and we were watching Iowa. Um, Illinois was finishing as Wisconsin Penn State was starting, and then we had the big Wisconsin term with the cheese head on some computers also. So there was so much wrestling. Uh and the Iowa Illinois match ended up being really good. I mean, you know, kind of you knew Cassiope was yeah, you knew Cassiope was gonna win, but it did come down to heavyweight. Yeah, I I thought Illinois was really scrappy. The the biggest takeaway from that duel for me is like Mikey Carr's back. Did, did we know That's this? What I said. I just I just thought Mikey Carr had been long gone from from college wrestling, and he comes back at uh, and looked looked good. I thought I thought he had. A, but then he a, didn't wrestle. He didn't wrestle Sunday. Well, you don't rush back. You just. <laughs> um, but the, so I funny. I didn't even know. I mean, I just I guess the word is wrote him off, just as someone who is just not competing in yeah. wrestling anymore. Um, no, I thought he was done and gone. Yeah. Because this would be year one, two, three, four, five, six, seven for him. So, like, 
you know, some of the guys don't want to exhaust every year their eligibility. He didn't wrestle at all last year, so he thought, okay, he's gone. Now he's up at 157, which is, uh, he was a 41 most of his career. Yeah. Well, I thought he looked good. I mean, 12-7. Seabrick's not a, a an All-American caliber guy at this point, but it's still a pretty yeah, for solid your, For your first match backs, it's not terrible. Yeah, yeah, um, for sure. Seabrick no, I mean, almost, Seabrick yes. could have pinned him there on a... He's so <laughs> that's what Seabrick does. I know. I told I told Spencer I was like, or uh, Spencer, Caleb talking about the duel in general, like about like Seabrick is like he's kind of like a, a junker, and he's like, what does that mean? I was like, well, he's not gonna be like a normal like single leg takedown kind of guy. He's like kind of like, he looks for these little transition periods to put you on your back, and then like a little bit later, he almost almost did it. Yeah. Um, so that's that's a big pickup for Illinois though, because their their other fifty seven is not very good. Well, it makes them really um, scrappy in duels too, because now they they've got a yeah. they got a lot of tough kids. Well, um, one of my guys who I was pumping up last week had a terrible weekend. I was pumping up Danny Braunagle, or yeah, that's the right one. I believe that's the right one. Um, <laughs> he got killed by Patrick Kennedy, and he got killed worse by Dean Hamidi. So yeah, uh, that was that was a bad pump up because his his first half of the year wasn't terrible um much better than last year and then he just kind of took a nosedive the, although i did uh i watched i saw the score of the kennedy match and you guys are trying to party on me over one match um well i mean i just you, you love to party one two you're the <laughs> who doesn't love to? You're, you're you're the driver of the of the of the kennedy hate train and you're that, you're stop, very confident not true you're I very made, i made a very competent assessment of his uh ability so far well we'll see um, how but no, it, the were. match was, I mean, Kennedy's obviously better than him. That's very clear. But the score was inflated because he hit that last pancake with like seven seconds left when uh, Broningle shot in for six more points. Yes, if you do put someone on their back, you will score more points in the <laughs> match. That is, well, now, we've, when you see now we've caught everyone four, up to speed. Oh, my God. You see a 15-4, you could see that could, that could very easily be uh, six takedowns that escape the stall point of ride time. Right. Right. No. Okay. Yes. Yes. Feel that is... I I do not, I do have mixed feelings on the four point near fall, um, which we did not have during my time in college. I do think it does help scores get out of hand a, a lot faster. Um, yes. Maybe what's your? I don't know. I'm, I don't, I'm, I'm still mixed on it. I don't under. Well, I am at, and I think your your the way your mind works should be at peace with it because if two. A two count is two points. Then I think it makes sense that a four count will be worth four, four points. points. Let's um, just do a six pointer. Maybe six pointer. Mate, what, why what stop if, there? What if you just held? What if you literally got a point, no limit for every second you held them on their back? That'd that would be, be there'd be wild. a lot of tech falls. T- tilters rule the world. Be over. Yes. No one will work mm-hmm. a half ever again. Um, <laughs> so another, I I thought the Edmund Ruth Nelson Brands match was really good. Um, exciting conclusion at least. Both guys had a hard time scoring, but Ruth continues to look really solid. And then, of course, Bronigal takes out Warner. Yeah, you know? that was weird. I um, again, I watched it after the fact. Um, man, okay, so Warner just looked like he shut down. Not, not only the way that he got shot on so easily, it didn't really sprawl, but then just the way he just turns down, and there were still like four seconds left, and he just. Chilled there. That was wild. Yeah, I, I don't know. Not feeling as great at the end of the match or or whatever was yeah. going on there. Um, 
I'm also curious. Aren't they from like the same part of Illinois? Aren't they from like Southern? They're not like Chicago. I know Warner's. Warner's from Washington, which well, is like no. not Chicago area. That's by that's by. Um, uh, oh my gosh! Well, this time I played disc golf in Peoria, and then Broad Eagles are down by like St. Louis. They're in Edwardsville ish. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah. So not yeah, not super far away. Not, not neighbors either. I yeah. don't know that they crossed over because Broad Eagles were small. Warner got big fast. Yeah, like I remember he wrestled Roshka, and they were one sixty or one seventy one as freshmen. Okay, interesting. Yeah. So yeah, yeah, maybe maybe not not familiarity there. Just a guess. Yeah. But yeah, that yeah. was a, a good win for Bron- Zach Bronigle, who is having a really good season. He won Midlands and he just beat uh, and, Jacob Warner and Braxton Amos and he beat again. Amos again. I did look at his record though, and it wasn't. Um, there was a couple of losses that weren't like as great, and then I looked besides the two Amos wins and and Warner. Um, there was no like huge ones to point to. So he's lost to Nino, which is okay, Trumbull, which is okay, and oh he got pinned by Jackson Smith. That was the one I was thinking about. Oh yeah, he it was that Matt return. Like yeah. uh yeah, yes. that was nice. Okay. So uh, we did not see as uh, as we predicted on the show, I think J D was said it before the show on Thursday. He's like, Keski's back in the probables for both this weekend. He's not gonna wrestle Bird and he'll wrestle Purdue. That's what happened. Teske did not wrestle Lucas Bird, who ended up pinning Colin Shriver in the first period. And then Teske came back and looked pretty good. He gave up the first takedown and then rolled from there against Purdue. So Iowa starting to reassemble their, their best lineup, but no real woods all weekend long. And he missed a lot of the beginning of the season. He has not looked uh, unhealthy or injured or bad when he's competed, but he's had you know, extended periods of time off the mat. So how many matches has he had this year? It's not, it's two duels in a tournament maybe? Two duels in the soldier salute. Oh yeah. Yeah. So he saluted, but (laughs) was not, uh, not able to make the Illinois or the trip to Indiana. So don't know if there's cause for concern there. I think we're seeing a lot of guys missing time this time of year and basically every time of year moving forward here in college wrestling. Um, no Facundo against for for Penn State against Hamity, which was definitely a match we were we were curious about. I don't think anyone was was predict, predicting the uh, the upset there, but definitely wanted to see that match. Um, but any other thoughts on the Iowa Illinois duel? Uh, Iowa Illinois, no, I I have no. We have Iowa Purdue up on the screen right now. Um, but let's go to Wisconsin uh, Penn State. Cause I I feel like that was. Uh, either the first or second biggest duel of the weekend, obviously Iowa State and Arizona State, which was good. Um, Penn State, Wisconsin, I think went to chalk. Uh, Gomez showed he's a lot better than Van Ness. Van Ness is, yeah, he's just a little limited. He doesn't really, you know, he he did get close to one takedown, I think, but he just doesn't have a ton of offensive output where he can go score a whole bunch of points. He had two um, deep double eggs, two very deep double eggs. Yes. Yeah, and he got. I remember rolled. one where he almost scored on the edge, but he got out. He um, then didn't Gomez chest wrap. He and rolled basically him. same defense both times. I'm okay. pretty sure okay. Gomez rolled. Got it. And so, I th- there's a little bit of if you're a Penn State fan, there's some encouragement there. It's like all right, he got in on a double twice, and yeah. couldn't finish. There's there's adjustments there that could be made technically. But yeah, to, to your point, I think Van Ness is like hard pace position pull. Like he wants to break guys but mm-hmm. and he did that a lot in high school like 
War dudes out, yeah. and then the points piled up at the end. But these dudes are are different, right? So he's going to need a different yeah. sort of tactic. The well, there's tank... a little better, and especially if you can't if you can't uh, make them fear you going going underneath them, then it is you know that we talked about this with Pinero. Is he he did a great job hand fighting, but he uh, almost almost never went underneath. So if you don't have to fear that, it, it does make it a little easier to withstand the hand fight. Yes, yes. So. It was a good win for for Gomez. I think he had an inside trip and then another late score as Van Ness was pursuing uh, to win that one. And then uh, Levi Haynes, yeah, wow. man, he's good. He's good. He's really good. He's good. He beat he beats Garrett Model, who's ranked nineteenth right now, sixteen to six. It is not. Uh, Coach Sanderson was not has not confirmed that Levi is going to be the guy for them. It still seems like that's not determined now. We should look. How many more events can Levi wrestle? Like, can't well, be that does many. Does the collegiate duels count as one or two weigh-ins? Because he it was two days. Hold on. He's wrestled. He wrestled Bearcat, Black Knight, collegiate duels. Um, collegiate duels is two days. Does that count as two or one? It might count as two. He wrestled both days, too. Um, so he's either yeah. at three. Mm, He's either hey, at five or four hit... right now. Yeah. What were you gonna say? Oh, uh, you know what? It's one of those things where I thought, like, oh my gosh, this annoys me so much because I just saw something that reminded me of it, and then I'm like, well, eh, nobody might care. Maybe I should just not say it. Okay, I might care. Okay, the NCAA has a stupid six match rule. Uh, uh, rule, right? right. Well, right. my guy Jack Gannis from Air Force, he lost his first match at the FNM Open, and he won five in a row. They made him quit wrestling in the round of 12. So he would have still had four matches to take third. If you have a six-match rule limit, why would you put together a tournament that has that possibility amount of matches? Yeah, that makes no sense. That's weird. Like, you can't even get close to the end. No. What? doesn't make any sense at all. That is sort of weird. Yeah, I think you shouldn't have a, you shouldn't have a tournament that's structured that way. Like... Yeah, I don't know how you do it. Break it up or put them in pools or something. But if you want to, I do something. Limit the entries. Yeah, I feel like why? Why do I Levi feel like because Levi Haynes had six at the Bearcat Open. That's what clicked. He was five. He was five and one. Is at the six Bearcat the limit? Open. Six is the limit. That's what he because I because as soon as he wrestled his fifth match, I you know I was watching it and I had the alert on flow and I was watching it. And as soon as he won his fifth his fifth match, which was his sixth one because he lost the first one. Uh, the no contest for the next one popped up. Like, it, it auto-populated. For one day, yeah. Wow. Yeah. Ejected. So, AWA guys are yeah. literally getting kicked out of tournaments. <laughs> but also, Not very classy, Ben. If a coach wants to get his guys six matches, basically count on somebody either hitting that rule, injury defaulting, or just medically forfeiting out. And... Well, yeah, I actually meant to go back and look because uh, in the rest of the backs, the the bracket was so big it had to be like almost everybody hitting that thing. So the the, the like the whole end of the contest has to be all no contests. I'm gonna go back and look at it. All right, was Wisconsin, it on arena Penn or State. track? It was on flow flow arena. I'm gonna go back okay. and look at it real quick. All right, you keep looking. Um, um other yeah, matches so uh, Levi points. Haynes, he's really really good. He's good. He's good. Now, how good do you mean? Uh, I mean, especially given the the depth of weight class, I think he can make a run. I would, I mean, if you told me Levi Haynes, uh, was a national the champ, if you told me one, he won, I would not be like, oh my god, there's no way. Really? 
Yeah, he's that good. He he lost to Zerbin this year. I know, but freshmen take stupid losses. They do. Vincenzo Joseph uh, lost to Keaton Subject. Yeah, the freshmen take stupid losses. So, um, you know, yeah, that loss wasn't great. I mean, you, if you told me he lost to – okay, so on the one hand, if you told me one, I'd be like, okay, wow. You know, I'm not not all that surprised. I thought that was within the question. But now if you told me he lost to, let's say um, – on the front side, he lost to Frank. On the back side, he lost to Ed Scott, and he was round of twelve. That that's within the realm of possibilities. Also, like there's a lot of good dudes in here. I just don't mm-hmm. think any of them are that much better than he is. Like I don't think Peyton Rob's that much better than he is. I think he's probably better. Number three, Kendall Coleman barely beat Rathjen on Sunday. Yeah, hundred percent. Yeah, he's. Yeah. I, I think he's close. I think he's there. I think he's personally a no brainer to use this year. Regardless I of, agree. and for the for the, I think the reasons we've said, but he's and Kale even said this that he's not long for fifty seven. Um, he's yeah, I'm pretty sure he's quoted as saying that in lo- the last week, which is something we've known for a while is that he's big, and you it's pretty evident too. So this is maybe one he's got one or two years he could be a fifty seven power before he moves up, and then you get into Log Jam City because Facundo's a freshman. Starachi's um, staying at 174, so there's not a lot of movement that can happen. So you wrestle him this year, you could still redshirt him next year or figure things out with Facundo. Look, Levi Haynes is a title contender yeah. at 157 Ooh, this I year. I, I'm, he's not my pick, but he's 100% in the conversation. When wow. you say guys like Peyton Robb, Jared Frenick, Kendall Coleman, you have to mention Levi Haynes at this point, in my opinion. Wow. I'm not. I'm not. I'm not even opposed. I'm yes. just surprised these are leaps uh, you guys are taking. It's, it's Why? Great. I don't it's think courageous. we've ever said. Have we ever said anything uh, in the opposition to this? No. I just think they're. Uh, I might have sold it a bit after he lost to Corbin Munson. No, he killed Corbin. Munson. No, he killed Corbin. Or, Munson. Um, that, I mean, that was Vinny one of the things for me because Corbin Munson's yeah, been. Um, he was two one over Bearclaw. I mean, I, I think this that's is, a teammate. Yeah, I, that was that was one that made me worry right there. Carpsel but then. Lost. Mm-hmm. To his team when uh when he killed Corbin Munson, Corbin Munson's like he's a solid guy. He's wrestled other guys tough. Um, he just beat him so bad. I was like, oh my goodness! So Corbin Munson beat Ed Scott. Yeah, and he did. It looked like you could give him a thousand tries against Haynes, and it ain't ever going to be competitive. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I just that coming into this year, I don't think that was on our radar that this would be a possibility with. Um, Levi this year. I think we thought he will be their best option and that he could maybe place this year. I think that was probably yeah. on the high end of expectations for Levi. So, I mean, the other thing here, Christian, is that um, Teamer's out and Monday's up, which though, to me, those would be two tough matches for him. And then agree. it just adds to the depth of the weight class. And you for know, me, adds to the depth. Lee is not performing this year. We no. just saw him lose again. Trombley. The Trumbly. Trumbly. Um, Trumbly solid. He I know. He, he was my, like I said, Brayton Lee was my preseason pick, and I'm, I wasn't hitting panic button earlier in the season, but. Should be. I'm definitely yeah. really not feeling good. I don't think it's going to happen this year. I wouldn't rule it out. I don't I don't think this is last year. But regardless, I, it doesn't look like it's going to And we haven't seen year. Bryce Andonian, except for one match. At the, um, yeah, big, where the heck the, he been? At the All-Star. Where at this point, listen, we'll, we'll try to get some. Confirming information. They got NC State coming up this weekend. He better be back for that. Yeah, a week from. Oh, I thought it was this coming weekend. No, it's the twentieth. 
January 20th. Okay. Um, so at this point, you got to be thinking they're considering not wrestling Bryce at all this year. Get a medical. Well, he has a regular. I'm pretty sure you yeah. never redshirted. Well, might as well use your medical if you're not going to wrestle for a medical reason this year, and then you True. got that redshirt later. You, you can't have too many shirts. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my goodness. Um, yeah. Hey, uh, just to update you on that tournament situation. Okay. So Jack was the only one who forfeited in the blood round, but then both the next round and the round after that, all matches were no contests. Strange. So stupid. <laughs> yeah. What in the world? Yeah. That's not ideal. Because open tournaments aren't a way to actually place it. It's a way for wrestlers to get matches. So who cares if you have to forfeit out? Who cares if uh, that, as long as some guys get their six matches in? Yeah. That's the point of open tournaments. That's how college coaches do open tournaments, especially on the backside. Reasonable brackets. It'll be much better. Yeah, I I think we That's just your OCD kicking in, needing to finish a bracket. Well, like, so dumb. If the, Why would if the you bracket's stop that big, I, it would seem like some of the fr- some of the championship matches would maybe even have to be. No, so uh, you get a lot more 64, matches. Round of sixty four is six to a title. Okay, got it. Yeah. Hmm. Okay, some big yeah. brackets. All right, we're, let's keep it moving. Anything else? So Levi Haynes, title contender, says you guys maybe you said, didn't deny uh, it. <laughs> I didn't deny it. Yeah, didn't Gene deny was what? Good over could be. Amos. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I'm not denying it. I, I'm not. Um, I'm not. Yeah, that the uh, construction of the weight is a thing. Yeah, and he's gonna keep getting better. His 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 improvement this year is gonna be continue to accelerate. Yeah, I you did would, not jump to that conclusion um, until just just recently. Yeah, it's just uh, at the same time, it is a little fast because you see a lot of guys that can body. You know, guys that are like sort of in that fringe ranked, and then those next jumps. Yeah, I do think he's still like another test away from like really putting his stamp. He's a for sure title contender. Right. All uh, I'm yeah, saying I'm is not saying, at this point, I'm not saying. Yeah, I'm not saying he's gonna win. I'm saying like if he won, I wouldn't be. He's that good. Like he he can compete at that level for sure. Yeah, and this this could change. I'm just saying at this point in time, from what we've seen, you have to mention him. With your yes. Peyton Robs, Frannix, and Coleman. See, yeah. I don't. 100%. I I don't understand. And I'm big. And I'll say this: I'm big on like eye test and forget who they've beaten to a degree because like you can just tell. And I'm not. And I'm not saying I'm not there, but you just he has not passed that level of a test yet. Garrett models the best guy he's beaten as far as I can tell, and that's a guy who's taken some. He's been beaten soundly before. He lost six one to Trumbly. He got. Uh, model lost ten one to Artelona. Yeah, Ma- uh, model's not. He's not. Great. I know, but that's I mean, the best he's guy he's competitor. beaten. There's no, no one's putting. It's just Christian. When you just watch him, you're like, this dude's freaking good. Yeah, I mean, that, I know. that's what it is for me. You watch him, and obviously, I, you know, I've seen him wrestle previous to this, and he is just good, and he's tough, and he's strong, and it appears he can ride, and it appears he can get off bottom. Like, uh, no, I don't. I don't think he's gonna guarantee or a lock to be different i'm not thinking of him like i think of say spencer or yanni but but like we talk about number three kendall coleman just barely beat ratchen yeah like that happened yesterday but we've seen kendall coleman beat a lot of really good guys in for sure his career and we're just we have not seen that uh from levi i feel like that's his next test if he can all right let's pull up this penn state schedule 
crying out loud. I'm normally the one. I feel like I'm always the one rushing to title contender city. I'll have Will Luan January 20th. That's his oh, next match. Oh, let's go. Man. That's a tough – that's a tough um, – because Haynes is crazy. He's going to be all over him, and we've seen – Will can make uh, a lot of guys look. Honestly, though, besides that, he'll kind of coast into Big Tens. You think so? Uh, is there a schedule up on the screen? Sadalte, Seabrick, Gallagher, Gilcher, Clark, North, Elfin. Dang, 57 is kind of weak in the Big Ten, huh? Yeah, I reckon so. I mean, Let's they don't 57. hit Nebraska. Yeah. That's Nebraska. The big one. And did it hit Purdue or no? No. Yeah. He's. Wow. Yeah, Big yeah, Ten only has shape. four in the top. Oh, man. They only have four in the top 14 at 157. And then I, I'm assuming Chumbly will probably move up into the top 15. But then they have, yeah, Seabrick is 15, Chumbly 16, Gilcher 17, Model 19, Saldate uh, 20, Clark 21. Yeah. A bunch of guys in that kind of next range. Yeah. So in, in, if he doesn't wrestle Luan or Luan doesn't wrestle him, we're going to have a lot more. Questions. Like these questions are going to continue. Yeah, no confirmation. Without he's just going to he's likely going to keep beating these guys. We'll be like, where where does he fit? Um, like him versus Austin O'Connor. I like. I feel like that's a really tough matchup for him. Yes. Um, yeah, agreed. Brady Flinchboss says Penn State was six champs. The haters would come unglued. No yeah. one's ever Bart- done Bartlett six champs, could be right? seven. <laughs> yeah. Bo's looking like a lock at this point. <laughs> He's looking good. Um, uh, I was also impressed with uh, Kirkland. There was the one scramble. He's he just so, he much just so much. He's so much better. The one scramble where Hilger almost scored on that, uh, like reattack, go behind, yeah. single leg attack, was a, a nice scramble to win. Showed he understood the position. He can ride really well. He gets off bottom. Hilger's really good on top. Um, yeah, he can wrestle everywhere. Barring a Gable comeback, which you know Gable should be teasing a little bit because it gets everyone so excited, um, I, I I sure think he's probably going to win. Yeah, he's he's got to be the pick on paper at this point. He he for this time has passed the Cassiope test, which he had not been able to at this point in his career. Yep. He's looked great against Mason Paris throughout. I was not healthy, Mason Paris, last year. So that's still yeah, that's a bit true. of a question mark. Is he healthy now this year? I don't know. Um, yeah, I don't either. But uh, Gothard says Kirk isn't winning it. So sorry, sorry, Daniel. Tough news. Uh, I think he's got. He's a shot. still riding with Colton. I know. Uh, oh, Colt man, Colton only won three two over Shiler. Also, I don't know what's yeah, up. Colton does. I don't think he's. I don't think he's. Something's wrong. That's my thought. Yeah. He doesn't look like the same guy as last year to me. I agree. Um, and he looked so good against Elam. That cut, something happened there. Yes, I feel the same way. Um. So, yeah, heavyweight's gonna be fun, and I did do think Kerfleet is looking really, really good for sure. Yes. Um. Though I do think 100%. that go behind position, I f- I feel like. That is his vulnerability, and I do feel like Cassiope runs behind there. Um, doesn't mean he wins the match, but that position, that sequence, Cassiope yeah, finishes. The, the shot behind. he did was not ideal. He shouldn't have. He shouldn't have taken that shot. It was a little not set up well. Didn't get to the leg well, and got ran behind. But then he, he recovered, so it was impressive. Yes, very impressive. He he looks 
He looks phenomenal and healthy and big. Big, big person. Okay. <laughs> Are we almost 30 minutes into How the did show? we do it? <laughs> we made it so long. Wait, with all what? The, come on. We haven't talked about the Spencer Ramos match yet. Craziest. Oh, I thought you were going to tell us you went 8 and 0 in picks. Oh, well, that I think everyone probably just assumes that every time. I, I was picks. so close. If freaking Yanni scores one more stupid takedown on the third, then we're both 7 and 1. Yanni, you freaking mm. score the takedown. He's a freshman. Just take him down. Come on, dude. They spent like two and a half minutes in that damn splits position. Yeah, well, you know. Yeah, annoying. So I did go 8 0. Um, you were so nervous when it was 5-0, though. Oh, yeah. I was like, well, lost that one. <laughs> Caleb Henson's a dog. Um, oh, man. So Spencer's match against Ramos, I, I I wrote a quick little blurb about, like, got to be the craziest period of Spencer Lee's life. Ramos comes out, gets an opening takedown off a, like a leg attack of some kind, finishes, Spencer turns cuts, He's pursuing, and Spencer like kind of ends up with a body lock. He gets to it like easy, and sometimes it's one of those positions where it's like, well, if you get to it that easy, there may be a, a reason for it. And Ramos yeah. um, lateral drops him to his back, which is funny because I was, uh, as Caleb was nervously discussing the match beforehand, he's like, "How good's Ramos?" I was like, "I was like, he's pretty tough. He won the scuffle." I was like, "I promise you, he will try something crazy in this match." Uh, he's like, why? He's like, he he's just he's fearless. He just he tries stuff. It goes to his back all the time, and then sure enough, he hits this lateral drop, and the uh, good fight from Spencer, not who's never close to getting pinned in in the position, which it was it was mm-hmm. a tight position because you wonder. And also, it's one of those things where good wrestlers, like we talked about this with Snyder and Sad Alive, it's like these good guys are are never on their backs, yeah, like. How good are they at fighting off their back? It's kind of a weird skill that doesn't really get tested much. And uh, he's able to fight off his back. And then he gets to his single leg, which I don't think we've seen yet this year from Spencer. He's been shooting his high crotch. Gets that finish, bar, and then pins him as, uh, as time expires. It was a, I guess it was 8-8 it was eight, eight at the time of the, of the fall. So crazy. Well, if he would, is, yeah, he had to get off his back to make it 8-8, eight, eight, right? Yes. Yeah. yeah, I guess te- technically maybe it wasn't. Um, man, it would have been uh, a perfect time. We talked about what he should do on the show. We talked about Ramos should have ran. Oh. Roll your up 8-2, run your ass off. Like, give up a couple stall points and go up 8-4. Like, why did – I don't know why he reengaged. I think maybe think he, he doesn't have to. a great – Spencer just grabbed a hold of him and said, yeah. we're going. Yeah, but you could, but he didn't He didn't uh, try to really get attempt. away. But, yeah. yes. I mean, he didn't so. turn around and run away as I would have. I think that would have been <laughs> uh, a little bit smarter. Yes. And then he has liabilities on bottom, and Spencer barred him up and pinned him quick. And I can't really imagine another match where Spencer's on top of Ramos and it lasts very long. Yeah, it was instantaneous. Um, yeah. Once he's yeah. on top, I think it's he's rolling over. It's it's sort of insane how easy it looks when he does it. Yes, it kind of doesn't make sure. sense. Um, but yeah, for for Ramos, what are you walking off the mat? Are you just like, what just happened? That's got to be what such a happened? weird thing. Like what I I was up eight two on Spencer and then immediately got taken down and pinned. Like it's weird and it's kind of funny because like if you take off the first 
eight points and you said, all right, this is when the match starts, neutral, you'd be like, oh, yeah, Spencer got got a takedown and then he pinned him in the first period. We wouldn't even think that's all that strange. But when you factor in the fact that he was thrown to his back. Really. He also took him down yeah. standard first, too. Yeah, normal takedown. Yeah, it was, like, yes. was it like a duck or what was it? Now? I can't remember right now. I can't remember if it was a leg attack. I, I feel or... like it was a duck. You might be right. Yeah. Uh, might have been a duck. No, Ray, Ramos is slick. He definitely is. He is good. He he is he's tough. He's got a good shot at placing. Uh yes. So really? Spencer hits uh Barnett, who I mentioned might be one of the tougher matches for him. I think next weekend, or it's it's coming up pretty soon. Yeah. I'll be curious to say that, what what tactics Barnett uses there. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, he's I mean, got him said, the twenty second. So that's a Sunday, I think. Yeah, that's that. What Sunday. are you going to say? He might have D'Agostino in a couple of days, but I hope we see D'Agostino. Yeah, D'Agostino yeah, did not wrestle against McKee. Nor did McKee. Well, actually, McKee didn't wrestle either. They had no, Double forfeit. No match at 125, which Double is forfeit. insanely oh sad. I was D- trying to figure out because I saw the team score now first, and I thought 1811, like, did they both get docked team points? Or, like, what happened? Because 1811 is not possible in a regular duel meet. Uh yeah, probably probably a probably a team point type of thing. That's very normal. Uh, yeah. Uh yeah. So we got well, he's got Northwestern, then Nebraska, and then Wisconsin. Um, what are you setting the line at, JD? For Spencer Barnett, ooh, yeah. Um, have they wrestled in the past? Mm-mm. I don't think so. I mean, it, it's still gonna be probably. They never ever wrestled. That's I don't think wild. so. Let me look. Spencer. Spencer Moore? <laughs> Spencer it would probably Moore. be like something like 10 and a half. I, yeah, I think Spencer's 14 and a half till... I, I think we see him 100% bonus to um, at well, least... bonus is only at 8, finals. though. So 14 and a half is way higher than 8. I know. When I said probably okay. well, I was com- I was commenting to, to uh, Christian. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't think he's going to get a hundred percent match tournament. Well, that's not even possible at this point. But wait, why not? Because he's had matches go the entire time. Oh, I thought you meant the rest. I thought you were talking about from now to the end, hundred percent yeah. match termination. Yeah, I don't. I don't think we'll see that either. No, because like Big Ten quarter semifinals, NCAA's too. He's gonna. Yeah. I mean, if he hits glory, um, at some point, that's now he has bonused him twice. Yeah, and and there's a, there's a chance he he. Oh yeah, there is a a I would say a greater than. I don't know, maybe around a twenty five percent chance it, it w- if he could do match termination against everyone on this schedule moving forward. If I said twenty five, including Big Ten, every everyone, Big Ten's and NCAs. No, it's less than it's less than twenty five percent. Yeah, it's more like that. Yeah, I don't know. I, yeah. I mean, he's going to have tough. Definitely he, possible. Okay, so Big Ten, him. he's only going to have one or two tough matches. Big he, Ten is, is 125 is not amazing. He didn't okay, terminate Joey Volk. So, yeah. I think yeah, he's now, I think he's he's now a have... Terminator, though. <laughs> <laughs> I, I think, think the, 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 Ayala, the Ayala thing. Woke uh, something up in him. Yeah. And, and you're seeing this, um, I think, another thing. And Spencer is just he's a guy with high emotions around his wrestling. And I think you're seeing that um, too. I think you saw that with Ayala. I think you saw that after the Ramos match. Like, it's a guy with with emotions. That's my biggest takeaway from this past match and the Ayala match too. 
Spencer, since he was in high school, has been the poster golden boy child. Pretty much always saying, you know, the right things. Mm-hmm. Yes, ma'am. Yes, sir. That type of thing. He even he said it in his post-match interview that he is showing more emotion than normal. He actually apologized for it, which I don't know why. Yeah, like, I don't yeah. think he needs I love it. it. Do but not apologize. Even after his NCAA titles, the most emotion we've ever seen was him saying excuses are for wusses. Yeah. And like <laughs> smiling and giving a thumbs up after his hands raised. He had put the freaking pipe and drape after walking off beating Ramos. That's more emotion than he's ever shown, even after winning an NCAA title with no ACLs. Yeah, I think I think it just depends on the athlete. Like I think some like the stoic approach is like really a lot like Jason you think of like Jason Nall for like Derek yeah. St. John like these are just stoic people that when they that's just how they are like Spencer Jordan Burroughs um Ben yeah but Spencer hasn't <gasps> been that guy in the past but, like, I, but, I don't no. understand See, why here's, here's what but I'll he's say. hit it he's well, hit it yes Spencer what, is, let me answer, like answer, wait, answer me this one question why does he think it's disrespectful and I understand. I understand in manners that it could be disrespectful to your opponent if you say if you say you're partying on them, but just like a celebration, flexing exactly. muscles. Why is that disrespectful to an opponent? I don't think it is. I don't think that it is disrespectful. Yeah. I think if you do, I, I think there. Are, I think there's certainly we've seen plenty of disrespectful things. You could do things. Match. You, yeah. Yeah, there are, but I think showing emotions after a big win is is normal. It's like. Yeah. humanizing i actually i, th- I actually I don't the other way i think it makes you unrelatable say, when you're when you you reach a yeah. like uh, a, i don't know i disagree because i think you said like you said with noel there was people who it just true that's just who he was that's just who he was and it made sense but like a Bo nickel exactly would be another great example of um, a guy who's emotion you know showed his emotions it wouldn't have it wouldn't have felt right with him and so if if you show emotions after a win, I think of anything that's respectful of an opponent, right? Because yes. you, you, you are you, worthy you of think, this. Yes, you think highly enough of them <laughs> to be excited to beat them. If you thought they sucked, you'd be like, eh, he sucked. I should have pinned him, you know? Like, I don't know. I think emotions are great. Yeah, I do too. I do too. I, th- I guess more than anything, maybe to correct my point, it's like, Whatever is authentic to who you are is probably yes, the way to do it. Yeah. Like, if you are uh, an emotional person, um, <laughs> then you should, you know, that should be revealed in in your in your wrestling and in your even your celebrations. Now, you don't have to party on someone like we're saying, but I, I don't think it's a bad thing. It's certainly nothing that Spencer needs to apologize yes. for. I um, agree fully. It's like, man, just be. Be yourself and like man he to jd's point i do think that that is what spencer wants to do i think he does want to be like the like just calm and like in his like ideal world that is kind of what he wants to be but i don't i don't think that's him i think he's a fired up guy like i you know you think about how excited terry brands used to be that's his like that's his coach that's his guy his mentor like that's not a bad thing wasn't not a bad thing for for Terry when he was doing it, right? He got excited when he won matches. He was just generally an emotional person. Yes. It's not weakness. So and why have we seen a switch from Spencer in two out of these past three matches? I would, I think, well, I don't know, but I think if you look at what he's been through and all that, I mean, I'm pretty sure, I, w- I would have to imagine Spencer for the last year has wondered if he will ever 
reach his wrestling potential. And I think for a long time, including through parts of this year, he was still probably wondering if he was going to be back and able to win NCAAs and, and compete for World Olympic titles. Like, imagine if your whole life was about reaching this dream and, like, your, your body may not be able to do it anymore. I think he probably struggled with that. Now I think that he's feeling, okay, I can. I think it's just like this right insane, in the <laughs> it's just an insane release. It's almost like relief yes. and it's excitement. Cathartic. and It's built like, up over yeah. the past Oh, it's been building. Two years. It's been, yeah, for yeah. years. It's not just the, the double ACL. It's just the guys got to college and basically since his true freshman year really hasn't been healthy. Um and even his true freshman year, I'm pretty sure he was wrestling. I think he just naturally just had the one ACL um, during that. But that was like his base level of health at that point. So I think that's what it's about. I think that's the change. It's like, I'm really back. I can really do this. I've wondered for a year if I'm ever going to be at this level again. Now he probably feels like he is. Then you factor in the fact that he was thrown to his back. He was down 8-2 yep. and he just pinned this dude. Uh, in the first that was, I mean, that's it for me. Is just, it was just so chaotic, and probably for once, he probably just had to like, like forget everything else and just freaking go get this dude, you know? Yeah. And that that probably like honing into the focus that the fear of getting pinned probably just locked him into a, a certain state. And then when it was over, he got jacked, and it was awesome. Well, even his dad was fired up. That was awesome. Um, oh yeah, <laughs> <laughs> he ran off the mat. Yeah, I'd be fired up too. That was pretty insane. Uh, yeah, it was crazy, and yeah, I can't imagine the adrenaline that's that's pumping through you. Did you ever get adrenaline rushes, Ben? Yeah, that. I mean, I was I was in the Robbie Lawler where I got freaking slammed on my head oh and my punched God. my face, and then I got up and <laughs> choked him. I was like, I went nuts after that fight because I even I should have changed my post fight speech because I already had kind of like. I had some clip notes on what I was going to say, and then it didn't fit at all. But I was like too insane to like change my strategy. Which I should have. Well, <laughs> you had also. <laughs> I can imagine your your thinking wasn't totally clear because. Well, it was just no, but it was like celebrate. It was celebration and elation, and then they put the mic in my face. I'm like, oh damn! I I, I should have like calmly thought about how I'm going to change this if something happens that that's unexpected, you know. But I didn't. So a lot of been asking. I had a great line. On... If I would if I would have choked Robbie Law out easy and I would have hit that line, it would have been so money. But it didn't work out that way. Yeah. Damn it. Shout out, uh, was Herb Dean the ref for that match too? Yes. Shout out to him not stopping that. That was crazy. Absolutely. I was kind of yes. like, I was kind of like, man, stop it. I, <laughs> I, I, was, I did not uh, want to see it anymore. It wasn't, it wasn't that bad. It was freaking, okay. <laughs> <laughs> it didn't look great. I'm not going to lie. It did not uh, look I'm great. Sure it didn't look great. That was an insane, insane turnaround. A lot of Rogan, uh, Askren talk on Rogan with Portnoy. I did That's not right. listen to it. Hopefully it wasn't too bad. No, it was good. Obviously, they're they're hitting the... They were talking yeah. about... Um, I forget how how they got to it. They're talking about, like, athletes that talk. Probably the or, Jake Paul thing or something. Oh, Jake Paul. It was Jake yeah, Paul. Sure. And then Portnoy said he liked you or said you are good on the mic. And then... They talked about the Masvidal knockout, obviously. But then it got into, like, a bunch of... It was it was overwhelmingly positive. Um, well, that's good good to hear. Yeah, good. I uh, I mean, at this point, people need to like just uh, give me some slack because Jake Paul's a, uh, unfortunately for everybody because no one likes him. He's kind of good <laughs> at boxing, like yeah, he's way so. better than what I thought he was. So that was a. Uh, I wish he would have sucked and I would have beat him up. That would have been great. 
It's the weirdest celebrity gimmick of all time to become like an actually like he's like you know what I'm gonna do I'm gonna become actually a really legitimate yeah. athlete. It's like whoa, yeah, it's a weird one. It's like it's I better know. than like the Kardashian gimmick, which I'm still oh absolutely I'm still never really understood. He's like he's like no I'm gonna be really good at a sport and make money. It's like all right, that's not bad. Yeah. So yeah, so I, need, I need some slack for that one. Jeez, people. Yeah. <laughs> At the beginning, I mean, if he would have sucked and I lost to him, that was different. That's different, but uh, unfortunately, he's kind of good. It sucks. Unfortunately, uh, for all hey, of us. you know what Since else we didn't talk about? Connections, so we, about anything is possible. Yeah, <laughs> we, we can get off that. We can get off that topic. Um, yes. Latona beats Vito. That was shocking. I I would have got tased for that one probably. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Same. I think we all would find a little electrical currents uh, coursing through our bodies. I would say. Vito seems just a little um, yes. casual with his head hand. He's not keeping guys off his legs to the degree I think we've seen him in the past. And also, I will say, caveat, is like this has been, I would I would have identi- said this is like one of his bigger vulnerabilities throughout his career is like he can kind of let guys in a little too easily sometimes. He just mixes yeah. it up and can get caught out of position. Yeah. I think Latona... So he- just was yeah. on his legs so much that Vito couldn't get his own stuff going. But the other one was he kind of, he kind of hammered him 6-1 at Cliff Keen. As I said know, before, then, that was a one-move match. Takedown right to near fall. That was okay. it. That was the only uh, offensive points in that match. So to say, he beat McGee like 6-1 also at the Cliff Keen. And now, you know, he had that really competitive match with McGee. And then... um uh, you know, then loses to Latona. So yeah, he needs to he needs to get it going. He's he's not nearly as offensively dynamic as he has been previously, uh, and that's really what's so hard to stop about him. And when he doesn't shoot as much, he's not nearly as good. Yeah, um, I'm hey. curious what the seeding impact is now. I don't know. Um, seeding is different than our rankings, but I'm not sure Vito's going to drop because he just beat McGee, who's at four. But if uh, yes, I mean. He's so he can't be two, obviously. Dayton's two, Roman's one. Yeah, probably not. McGonagall's up to six. Yeah, what that, that was not a name on my radar coming into. I mean, he ain't bad, year. but how's he up to six? He beat Philippi this year. Jeez, it's only um, he, hey, only lost to Dayton. Of, speaking of Pitt. I, I told you last night, Christian, we had a bunch of like wild results, but it was kind of like one in this duel, one in this duel, two in that duel. It's kind of all over the place. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, so Cole Matthews lost yeah. to uh, oh my Jordan, gosh, Titus. Jordan Titus, but they didn't call rear standing Gramby. Jordan Titus has a tremendous, he's probably has one of the best. I don't know why you'd lift and return Jordan Titus in a normal fashion. You should clearly try to pull him back or something because yeah. if you lift and return, he is going to Gramby. But usually they give that auto two. They did not give an auto two. Did you see that? So I did, and it was funny because I was David was at the house. We were watching it, and as soon as he got to rear standing, or I don't even know if it was a rear standing, but it was like that kind of position. I was like, "Here, here's a Gramby," and like, boom, Gramby's right out of it. And I was thinking the same thing. Like, why did he? You know, who this dude is going to Gramby, hundred percent. You know like, it. Why did he do and, that? I'm wondering if it's like first period. He's probably like, I got this freshman. I'm gonna beat this guy. All right, whatever. And you you don't understand the uh, match. You're at that point in the match. You don't know the match you're in. And he was in yeah, a fight, sure. and maybe he didn't realize it. But yeah, that was yeah, a mistake. Standing Gra- his standing Gramby is is maybe the best in college wrestling right now. I mean, his standing Gramby is so good, really good. 
So he's got to freaking hate the rear standing rule then, right? Because he gave up the takedown against Allen Hart on this, where they Allen Hart, I don't think it was a takedown, but he he returned him, and the stupid rule about rear standing took place. I'm gonna pull it up again. Um, I want to. Hey, it. McGonagall was freaking 11 and 12 last year at 141. But um, guys at 133 keep losing, and McGonagall's not wrestling. Yeah, he. But his only good. So he's got he's got the Arini win, and his only other really good win is Philippi. That's it. He's only he's right above. Yeah. Oh, I don't know. I think it's a little high. I'd move him down a little bit till he wins a few more matches. All right, move him down, JD. All right, doctor's orders. He's spoken. Yeah, we got I mean, all Americans like Latona, who now I mean, wait, this this probably hasn't been updated. Huh? Prior to this, he was losing a bunch at one thirty three. Yeah, he lost to the F and M guy. But who else has he yeah. lost to other than the F and M guy? But you got Latona, Vito. you got Kolyoko, he lost Cannon, to Cannon, Shaner. Wait, Bird. he beat Cannon. He for sure beat Cannon. I was who, looking at Bird. Who beat Cannon? He lost to Ragason, Shaner, and Vito at CKOB. Oh my gosh. He lost to Pat Phillips, week one. Oh, Pat Phillips, that's not a good one. Not a good one. Yeah. Let me find that. Uh, it was in the first period. I forget how early. Let me find it. I'm, I'm about to watch it again. Yeah, here we go. So, sh- double egg from, from Matthews. Oh, where'd it go? Oh, it's about to happen. So, Cole shoots a, a – shout out West Virginia while I'm watching this and talking through it. They take out Pitt. Oh, yeah, big Biggest win, win for – uh, Coach Flynn and the Fighting Brackies, as we call them, Bracky <laughs> effect. Say, who says no? So yeah, this is a hundred percent rear standing. Um, hundred percent. There's no questions about it. Which this should not be a takedown. They really need to take this out. It's so stupid. It's so dumb. It's, it's so, so dumb. When this happened in McGee Vito, yeah, it's stupid. There was another match where it wasn't called, and some people were mad about it. I can't remember what match it was this weekend though. No. Here's okay. Here's a question, like an actual rules question, not not your ideal what a takedown should or shouldn't be, but for the rule. I don't. Did he hit a hand? Because he just rolled across his shoulders. Isn't it that, any that time they the touch? Criteria? Right. That's the rules when they touch. So if a shoulder touches or your head touches, it's. I mean, that's how they called it. With uh, I mean, in the Allen Hart match, they even reviewed it, and they still said too. Yeah, I'd like to go back and watch rewatch that one. But yeah, it's it's a weird call, but they Matthews doesn't get the takedown there. And it was such a slick Titus ices it with a super duck. He didn't ice it. It was one one and with like ten seconds left. It was, it was nice. a cl- cleanest super duck I've seen in, in a while. And it that helps propel Pitt to a or West Virginia yep. to a big win over over Pitt. Mm-hmm. So what do do we think is this more about Jordan Titus or is this more about Cole Matthews? Cole Matthews is going to be in close matches. He's going to yep. lose some. He he doesn't generate a ton of offense or a ton of points, and if it's that close, you're going to lose some. Yes, that's kind of my yeah. takeaway as well. Um. So yeah, nice win. D- dumb rule. We still think it's dumb. It was oh, dumb no. with Dean. It was another instance. It's always going to be dumb. It's never going to be smart. Only never dumb. be like, oh, I get it now. I get no, it. We're not going to get it. But you know what? Ever. You know, it's tricky. Yeah, Titus you know is not great. He's 13 and 7 this year. Who's not great? Titus. Oh, yeah. He's got some L's. Yep. You know, it's tough, though. There's a lot of Reagan socks. It's starting to sound like who's number one in the show. But Cole Matthews, still above Real Woods, who we obviously beat at NCAAs. Can you drop him that much? 
I, uh, it's tough when Real hasn't competed a whole lot against anybody tough. He did beat Swiderski. He beat Swiderski. Dude, oh my gosh. He lost to Drop Titus. him below Bartlett to get Christian jacked up. That's what I'm saying. Can you drop him below we, Bartlett? We, 40, 41's a mess because just lost. I know. Team, team Bartlett did, doesn't mind flying under the radar. That's I, that's how why how they much under the radar can you be at number four? That's why he, he went to Penn it. State. It's a low-key program. <laughs> you, you not, They're not really... Uh, uh, you know, very dude. How good does Cornell look? Them. We don't talk about them because Cornell just killed Vasquez, and then Vasquez turns around a couple of days later and beats Swiderski. Cornell also killed Tom Crook, who we, we think yes. is pretty tough. He's Cornell, Cornell, Cornell getting better coming, coming into his own for sure. But like really literally yes. a week or two ago, he lost to Lachlan McNeil, who we were just that like, was wild. How did that happen? Coach Gray, that wake up maybe. No, he said he. What did Coach Gray say? It was just like he wrestled terrible, basically, was his assessment. <laughs> like, I don't know. I forget how exactly he said it, but it wasn't like bad wake up or a circumstance. He's like, he's like, I don't know what that was kind of thing. Yeah. No, but he um, beat Vasquez 9-3, and it wasn't competitive. And then he beat Crook 12-4. I mean, he's looking really good. Really good. Like, he could place yeah. for sure this year. How high is a fair question. You, Dude, you what, okay, I mean, what weight class is worse, 41 or 57? 41? I think it's 41. The number 41. one guy's never placed. Yeah, it's 41. The huh? number two guy and number three guy have only placed one time. 56. And um, Berglund just lost again. Who did Berglund lose to? Tal Shahar. Tal Shahar, yes. Tal Shahar is pretty tough. He's actually tough, but he lost to. Uh, yeah. The Edmund match was. Um, did you guys watch the Edmund match? I think I did. Edmund threw him to his back, and then uh, he's a Mizzou guy, so I got to say this as nicely as possible. He kind of stalled a lot. <laughs> <laughs> as nicely as possible. Um, yes. Yeah, 41, I, I think, is probably, quote, worse. Um, it just has fewer credentialed guys. The guys at the top are not well-credentialed. Most of the guys in the top eight have never placed once. Number one hasn't placed. Number four, five, six, seven, eight. Eight, nine haven't placed. Yeah. Um. So yeah, not. It's a fun weight, and that's okay. Yeah, because they're always placed. Um. Yeah, Mizzou. You and I was disappointing because there were so many uh, non-starter matchups. So I was just looking at forty-one because you got Hart and Happel nine and seven, and Happel did not wrestle, so Hart beat up on one of the backups there. Yeah. No. No. Keegan. Um. A forty-nine was. No JQs. Mm-hmm. If 49 was a good match, JD, that was a dumb pick by you. Yeah, I know. We, we had to. I'm in enough to <laughs> a bad line. I said it last week. That was probably a little too much. I don't know, man. I put uh, too much weight. I put too much weight on Vegas. On, yeah, one performance yeah. from yeah, Roboto. And you forgot the first rule of Las Vegas. What happens the old, in Vegas stays in it's Vegas. It's maybe the only rule of Las Vegas that I'm aware of. Um, <laughs> and you broke it. And I don't know. And now I will say, uh, Mahler was very close at the end um, of period number two. Oh, I think it was yeah. period number two, where it's like half a second more. He has another takedown, and if he has that takedown, this line is covered. Yes, yes, it was, and he was on the. Uh, it was a fun match with with some cool exchanges. It, it was funny for Mahler because he kept almost scoring as time expired, yes. like it happened. Although at the end of the first, Rubuda ruled out of it, and it. I thought no, I thought have been a they got all the calls right. Um, but it was like he was just he was still close. And then at the third, it was I think Real Buto's shot countered by or maybe it was a reattack from Real Buto. 
and then Mahler ends up scoring it. But a fun match. If you're a real beauty, you probably think, I can maybe win this match. Um, but maybe not. Um, okay. Also, uh, shout out to Austin Colby, who was uh, the winner of the public pick him. He won all eight. great, baby. Austin and I leading the way. And then he uh, he guessed 155 for total match points because um, it had to be a tiebreaker. Um, there was a lot of matches, uh, points scored in the Wisconsin Penn State match, and there was not uh, there's not a lot of individual matches that were actually uh, competitive close. at all. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But Penn State put up some points. They do that. Yeah. It was 170 was the total, and he guessed 155. So pretty good guess. Shout out Austin Colby. Shout out. That's very. There, was impressive. there one? There right there. I'm I'm not wrong. There wasn't one match that was even really close. Correct. Mm-hmm. I don't well, think so. Good. Yeah, yeah, I'm thinking. Okay. I have all the scores memorized. I think they're all. Well, I'm I'm, I'm about to get there. Closest. I'm about to get there. We got them. Let's see. They're on your screen. 15 0, 14 5, 12 3. Yeah, 6 2. That was the. And then heavyweight and 4 9 both 6 2, and nothing else is closer than 9 points. For us. Jeez. Yeah. Okay. Wild. So, all right, we talked about. Wait, hey, I got a quite. I got a rules question since you're a rules guy, Mister Piles. Not a rules guy. Uh, I'm the bad. Okay, boy the, of D- the Dean media. Amos situation. Where do you you watch this match? Where he gets a reversal? No, I mean I kind of oh. was like I was watching, but not like. Okay, well, Dean like I'm sorry. Amos lifts Dean, and Dean hooks Amos's leg, and then um, Amos kind of goes down in pain, right? And oh, oh, oh yeah, no, the... I saw this, yeah. But why didn't they get, if it was injury time, why didn't they give Dean choice? They so didn't actually start he, he said my time. The ref afterwards, he did this. He said my time. I didn't understand it either. Yeah. Um, I was confused why uh, Amos was back on bottom. That was strange. Because it was a scream. You know, I think the scream rule is like injury injury time. Um, yes. And it was, it was not head related, so you can't say it's concussion. That was confusing to me. I thought he should have had yeah. choice but maybe Penn State didn't want to force the issue or didn't really care. Yeah. Honestly when it happened I was like the match is over it because the that's kind of what I thought it, too. It was a weird looking landing and the way Braxton reacted I was like, "Oh shoot, this is bad." But then he got up he and wrestled was, Sunday. Yeah, I think he's I think he's totally fine, maybe just a freak thing or Yeah. Some of those guys just get um I think they get nervous when they feel something there and they well, yeah. Sometimes the knees pop, and that's—I mean, like in the in the moment in that day, he could have continued wrestling, um, but then a lot of times it like it's super sore and, and tight the next day. Um, but the fact that he wrestled on Sunday would lead me to believe that he's just fine. Um, yeah. Although I, I don't know that they have a backup ninety-seven, so but he wrestled all right. Options. Yeah, he did all right. Do, do they have a backup ninety-seven? I mean, I'm sure there's someone. I'm if you have two eighty-fours, I, I don't think there's anyone. If you have two 184s, you have a backup 97. I don't know that there's a second 84. Okay. There is. Come on. Oh, Mikey, You're... they got Mikey Talshahar. Yes, they do. So many Talshahars. Who knew? So many a lot Tal- of Talshahar talking is... on FRL. Yeah. Okay, that's Penn All State, right. Wisconsin. Where are we going now? We're going, well, we... we're t- ASU, ISU, we should discuss. This oh, was that was fun. 41 and 49 were both fun. So, uh, Arizona State wins. It's not the word I would use. F- less fun matches. <laughs> if you have a rooting interest for the Cyclones, maybe less fun. As Swiderski loses to Vasquez, in uh, I I would 
I think as you, if you're an Iowa State fan, you go back and rewatch this match, or your coach dresser, you're probably like, man, it was. We lost on tactics here. He showed his true freshman. So, some bad choices. I thought the first takedown, I think he could have fought that leg attack more traditionally, and he tried like a big throw and yes. g- gave up an easy takedown where I don't know that Vasquez scores that single yeah. if he doesn't try that. Maybe he yeah, does. It's early. I don't hate it. It's early in the match. Like, send it. I don't hate it. Once I don't hate it, but it did not work. And there is a it possibility definitely did not work. he fights <laughs> If he fights the single, um, and then he cut him at the end of the second with like twenty seconds to that go. That was crazy. That was the stupid one. That, that was, was the one. one. He almost got the takedown, and he then he almost got the takedown. He almost it got been the takedown. Egg all over our faces, but I think twenty seconds. Well, we never would have talked about it. <laughs> we never would have talked about any it. eggs. Actually, we might have. If he cut him with tw- in a close match like that with twenty seconds and got the takedown, I'd be like. Well, that's it not... kind of seemed like momentum was shifting. And I think he was way. feeling it. I think yeah. it seemed like he was kind of getting it going and then didn't get it going. And it ends up, he gets the takedown on the third, right? Yep, but then he locks he, his yes. hands. Then he locked his hands, which he I could, never... You couldn't see from the camera angle if he actually locked him. And you never saw an he alternate wanted to break, view. But, and then momentum totally just shifted. Going into overtime, you could tell Vasquez was fired up. Was fired up, and Casey was just not. Yeah, single leg finish. Yeah. I think got it for Vasquez, who it continues to be uh, up and down. Like that's not surprising to me. If you watch yeah. him in high school, he was sort of up and down. So I'm not like, yeah. wow. But he got that win over. Uh, I mean, if it's not for if he doesn't lose that match to Allen Hart, you guys might have. Or, or if Allen Hart doesn't lose that match to him. You guys might have Allen Hart at like number two or three right now. Yeah. For sure. Because his only other loss is Aliras. He's yes. and he's beaten a bunch of pretty good dudes. Hart Hart's been good this year, no doubt about it. Um, but so Swiderski loses, takes a, a freshman L is how I would chalk it up and classify yep, it. Shoulder sure. also makes me nervous. That's a big too. old thing. That's, That's a big, big apparatus on his shoulders. Shoulders have a tendency to be yeah. both very nagging and very influential on performance. Yes. Because yes. I I mean, yeah, if if you're if that, if especially you and I believe it. It is his attack hand, correct? It's his right hand, right arm. He was hit. He had a left side pick. I'm pretty sure it is. Um, yeah, because he he went here. But I think a lot of times he shoots with his right hand. And yes, if that's a shooting hand, then that's a that's a problem. Yeah, that's a that's a problem for sure. Mm-hmm. So we'll see how he looks uh, in the future. He's been off since before collegiate duels. He, it was right before, probably about a month. He's been off, out of competition. So we'll monitor that with Sudersky. And then 49, Panero Parker was an amazing, awesome. amazing match. Um, scoreless first, and then Panero oh. hits the same dump twice in the second yes. period. And you're thinking, okay, he's going to start rolling a little bit here. And then buzzer beating. Well, Par- Parker really trip. just forces the underhook. Like I think he forced the action to Panero more than anyone else this year. Yeah. And is it because he's uh, – why is that? Why was he able to do that? I don't know. I Well, he, uh, well he's aggressive in the – I mean, underhooks, right? He was really mm-hmm. digging the underhooks and pressing them where um, no one else – you know, everyone else has kind of wrestled Pinero from space. Uh, and Parko's just kind of really aggressive. He did the same thing against Yaya. Um, he's just aggressive and wrestles hard. Yeah. And you saw he, he took him down, not in overtime, but first with an inside trip, not a standard yes. leg attack where Pinero can down block, go behind. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, talking mm-hmm. with with David because we we were watching this duel and he's like, "This is just like these two are like the poster childs for like high school rankings don't matter at all." Both guys were like 
Panero was like tenth, maybe at, for his weight, and Parco definitely under the radar. And now they're right there. I, the, I wouldn't say they don't matter at all. They definitely matter. Well, they matter. But, uh, you know, I mean, that, that's, they're not. Well, they they're not necessarily don't matter. Predictive. Yes, they're not predictive, and there's not. There. I mean, there is I mean, some. There's some correlation, but some people think it's a perfect correlation, and it's nowhere near perfect. perfect. It's pretty predictable that you're. Blue chip guys are going to be know, your no, you're wrong. National there's there's, wrong there's some JD. graveyards, bro. I mean, there's some definite yeah. graveyards, but like we okay. looked at that one number one's chart where that I'm, one I'm year, which year was it, Christian? It's it's. I mean, even pound for pound, uh, not pound for pound, but like yeah, pound for pound. Big, we looked at that board. one year. It was the top twenties. There was almost nobody that was good. Yeah, I'm talking about 20... your, your highest, your highest level, your multiple time national champions. Name me one that wasn't a. Top ten, yeah, guy. No, but and, if, you, if you're talking about correlation, JD, you're talking about if you took a top twenty, um, you know, high school class, class of 2016, you looked at the top twenty, and then they're five years later, they graduate college, you're gonna have something relatively close. I'm and at, sometimes you do. Like I think it was class. Of, I was remember, we looked at two different years, and one year was like, oh my god, there's so many good guys in here, and then the other year, you're like, what these? Where the hell happened to all these people? You know, like. They just disappeared. So flip I it. think there's like some correlation, but it's not perfect. Flip, obviously, it's not perfect, but flip it and look at all Americans. How many guys weren't on a big board or top 50? I think a lot. Yeah. You think a lot? I think D1 uh, all Americans that weren't on the big board. Well, now you guys rank so deep, though. You guys yeah. rank, uh, you know, yeah. top you 100. 100. But if you go to 100, that's like 9 or 10 per weight class, you know? And then so if you think about it like this, J.D., if if you're the ninth guy in your weight class for that singular year, you know, then you have to beat, you know, five, four or five other years worth of people. You're really probably somewhere in the 30s or 40s if you're eight or nine. But you're on the top 100. So yeah, you guys go I'm so saying. deep to it. So what are you mm-hmm. saying? I'm saying that that, Matt, like, uh, if you're on the – Top no, no, but what I'm saying is being in the, in the top the 100, being in the top 100, um, you're so far down the list that it's not really all that close to being a really good Division One wrestler. You see what I'm saying? Because you're, you're, yeah, you're, talking, you're talking about a single year of kids. So, you know, 100 divided by 14 is like seven-ish or somewhere in there. So, you know, just because you made the top 100 doesn't mean you're all that close to the actual top. Well, I'm just saying that you shows that you have the good. potential to be – an all-american level wrestler and obviously yeah. doesn't mean you're guaranteed yeah. there's a lot in the top 100 that don't yeah. but that that's where i'm saying the matter i'm saying um high school number uh one versus number two at the way really doesn't matter that much because you show you're right. on like that level yeah even even lots of times like one through eight you know yeah. like there's not that much difference but yeah so i i think there's a correlation but i think, I think there's a lot on there is yeah. It doesn't matter in terms of number one, number two, number three, number four, but like just showing that you are worthy yeah, of yeah. being that level. Is well, the other, level. I mean, the other reason why it really does, it does matter. It actually matters more Coaches than I would look like. At it, is so that they recruit you. They correct. Is that it, it puts you in the ability to get into a high level program because obviously the, the teams who place the highest uh, there's, this is also not a direct correlation, but there's something here is, um, if the, the teams who are doing well are obviously the ones who are doing something good with their athletes, right? The teams who are worse are the ones who are not creating, 
you know, and obviously there's transition periods where one team might get some lower rank guys and then they get a lot better over the say like a Missouri uh, when I was being recruited. Um, but, you know, the best programs obviously develop the best lots of times. Yeah. Okay. All right. Next. And then, so Parco Panero, he gets that inside trip right at the buzzer and they looked at it and yeah. they didn't call it initially because it was so close, but it was right. That was it was very close. It was right on time. For the two for Parco, and then, man, they, their sudden victory—they had some crazy exchanges. It was Panero gets this dump, and he got it yes. twice in this match. And then he was looking for it again, and Parco cleared his elbow and went boom, bounced Panero's head literally off the mat. Yes, ran to the single and was, and then Panero did this crazy like hip heist turn and face out of it it was uh, yeah he does that he's really tricky there it was really cool but then and then Panero gets right in on a single he's almost doubled off it looks like he's gonna finish because he even he gets a single he steps behind the foot and locks out that leg and you think from that position it's like most guys are able to finish that um because it locks that yep. leg out but he wasn't able to do that and then i asked you about this ben i texted you before but i don't know if i saw your answer but uh, Parco ends up on the single, and uh, Panero goes spin, or the Hamlin, I think, as you mm-hmm. call it. Why yep. wasn't Panero able to just kind of like hold there between the legs and stalemate that out? I think he was just super tired. I okay. Think it's as simple as that. Because yeah, I, like, I also he, didn't think he's he in an awful there? position. He is in an awful position. No, I, I, I didn't think he was. Yeah, me either. I didn't yeah. either. I thought, he, I thought, all right, he should be able to stalemate this. Um, yeah. Okay. I think, he was just, I think he was just exhausted. I mean, yeah, that was a couple hard scrambles right in a row, back to back. Yeah, yeah. So, okay, yeah. we have a little more tape on Panero. How are, are we looking at 49 a little differently, similarly? Is he, like, no, kind he, of like... he's still really hard to beat. Yeah. For sure. Yeah. Um, this didn't change my man. opinion of either guy, really. No, Parko, Parko's really good, too. He's kind of in there with everyone. Um yeah, no, I feel I feel kind of feel the same way about both guys. Yeah, I do too. Okay. Um, where where to next? We we've hit on a lot, but I feel like we still may have missed some things. Uh, Could just put some questions. Uh, Oregon State and Oklahoma State was relatively close, including one completely shocking result. I didn't think this guy was good, and then I went and looked at his wrestle stat, and um, and he's not very, he's not very good. Aaron almost killed freaking uh, Dustin Plot. Dustin Plot and almost a seven and five on the year. I know that's wild, and and Plot looked pretty good at the at the scuffle, you know, and then losing that match that put you know Oregon State was not too far off from winning this duel. A couple little things: no, Isaiah was, Crosby yeah. lost ten nine to G. Um, you know, you probably if you're if you're Chris Pendleton, you think Belton can beat Carter Young, and Young yes. kind of controlled that one. And same for Kaler, losing to Mastro. Yes. Mastro did not have a good scuffle. You probably favor Kaler in that match. So, Kaler has not had a great year, though. No, he is not. He is not. Yeah. But either is Mastro, so you probably thought he could win that match. So Oregon State had their opportunities, and, and, but and shout out Chris Pendleton, seven thousand people there to watch. Yes. Nice Shout out work. from Chris Pen- from Ben Askren to Chris Pendleton. You love to see it. <laughs> I love seeing it. Um, so yeah, good performance by 
Oregon State, but Oklahoma and, State get, gets their hand raised. Yeah. How confident do you think after they're go they they're up twelve six after the first six matches, and you have I, I I'm gonna say probably at least two heavyweight. You know, Oklahoma State's not good. Twenty five. I think you think you're favored. How confident do you think they were about winning? Because at that point, you really just got to win one and not get bonused, and you're it's fifteen fifteen. Uh I'm sure. I'm sure that team was collectively like, all right, the path is right there. I don't think they were like, we got it. There's no way they could think that because they know they're just going to be in dogfights. Okay. Um, throughout. Yeah. Just, after you know, after Harvey beats Cerber, that was, I mean, I think they were like, okay, we're going to win this. We're going to do it. And uh, yeah. Munoz beat Whitlake. Yeah, they won a lot of consequential matches, but they they lost some winnable ones. Um, yes. But yeah, shout out, shout out, Coach Pendleton. Good job. Back in the place. All right, I think, I think we did it. Um, why don't we get into did some? It. We did get thing. into some questions. Um, Average C said, "Can we have regular Del Garbino shout outs in which you highlight unranked guys taking out ranked guys?" Is that the biggest upset of the past? I don't know, a couple of years. <laughs> oh yeah. Oh if yeah. If you look back on it, it's it's just he's Del Garbino's terrible. He wasn't I mean, he even the actually, starter. Guys, he didn't actually beat him. He kind of just rolled through and pinned him, which I know it, that's winning in wrestling, but, like, it wasn't like he even, like, okay, we, you, sometimes you can say you get lucky. It's like you headlock him and you, you chin whip him, you get lucky. Man, you got rolled through and you were on your back, bro. That ain't – that's nothing. Okay. Del Carpino just taking strays out here. All he did is wrestle for Princeton and pin Tony Cassiope, <laughs> and now he's just getting <laughs> – just dragged through the Mumbai. Yeah, internet sensation oh, Ben man. Listen, That's if I'm fun. Tony Cassiope's coach, I said, man, you drove that one a little too hard. Maybe sink your weight next time, but I wouldn't think twice about it. Yeah. Um, but anyways, I didn't even get to finish reading it before we just waged <laughs> war. Uh, this guy nominates Eamon Ole from Edinburgh because his name is awesome. And Eamon Ole wrestled a crazy match against Moshe Schwartz, which was like, Nine eight in the first period at the time of the fall, where oh, he got a fall. he got a yeah. non control fall to win this match. So yeah, shout out to Eamon Ole. Edinburgh wrestled uh, Oklahoma really tough. It was twenty two fifteen, which I would not have expected at all um, from from Edinburgh. So good job from the Fighting Scots. Joseph Floyd asks um, at Askren Love Handle. Ben catching a stray now. Um, how hard <laughs> Look, are that's we? Pretty, that's pretty direct. This is, listen, <laughs> let me tell you guys yeah. the number one thing yeah, about getting made fun of. If you just acknowledge it as a reality, it's hard for them to be fun you. I got love handles. I still got a hot wife. And uh, what do you do about it? There you go. It's all right. <laughs> Boom, roasted. Um, yes. How hard are we hitting the panic button on Brayton Lee? I mean, so t- hard. I told I told you guys this two weeks ago. He would have won panicking. the scuffle too. That's the sad thing is that we just will never know if he would have won the scuffle, but he would have. But he didn't get to wrestle in it. But yeah, it is. It's panic time. It, for this year, I think. Can't say he's a yes. contender. Uh, from Master Santiago. Did 125 become more exciting with an edgy Lee and a hungry field? Hungry? Can, what does he mean hungry? He means it's to make a weight or what? Well, they're, they're, 125 is always the hungriest field. Um, True. But I'll also say... Um, it's less entertaining for me now because... I don't know. Yeah. 
I, this dude just scored eight points on him. At least you're like, man. I don't know. I mean, yeah, I mean, yes, he scored eight points. I, he ain't gonna do it again. Come on, man. Yeah, it's funny because like, that was his opportunity. That was that was your shot, right? Like you're not getting you're not that getting, was his getting shot. that position again. And even when it was happening, I was like, even when he was down eight, after he fought off his back, I was like, he's fine, right? Where I was feeling like, all right, he's he's gonna probably figure this out. It is. I would say it's more exciting with Spencer just being fired up. Yeah, that's the showing some emotion. Let's go. We got a. Uh, we got a. Uh, from Dark Killer One Seventy Five. This is he said fixed to one twenty five question mark eyeballs emoji. Um, Why would a, anyone be talking about this? Be, I, someone started a uh, a thread on the Iowa message board that this was happening. Um, well, all you do is look at his weight. Like, can you look at his weight? Well, he is certified at one twenty five. What? But what did he weigh in at for Oklahoma for Oregon State? He weighed in heavy at the scuffle. He was like he weighed in like thirty three eight on the second day. Well, so how like in college is it one and a half percent per week or uh, what it's is like, it? It's like it's for him. It'd be like uh four four or five weeks. Well, so that's he's got plenty of time then. I mean, why don't we start tracking his weight? Honestly, for him. Who would you rather try to beat, Spencer or RBY? Because you already tried to beat RBY twice, and you came up a little bit short. And then on top of that, I think it would be uh, more historic in the fact that uh, you're gonna you would stop Spencer from getting his fourth. And there's the obviously Iowa Iowa versus Oklahoma State rivalry, so it would be legendary. Um, I don't know. I don't hate the idea. This and he's rumor, probably wrestle there internationally. Next this year. rumor has been. Getting kicked out there for forever. years, years. Dayton wants to go one twenty-five. Dayton wants to beat Spencer Lee. High school Yeah, I've been hearing about it for so long. It's Tell like, me you don't want to see it. Of course, I want to see it. Of course, of course, I want. To see it. But it also makes no sense. Dayton at one twenty-five. Like, man, I th- I think he's too big for it. Maybe he can do it. No limited Christian, basis. He so made he it. He made it day of. I know he's made it. And how has that gone? He, uh, he, he made lost, a world team. He beat I, Thomas Gilman a couple times. Was that day of weigh-ins? Yes. It was, it was day of weigh-ins right? time. I'm pretty sure. 2018? Yeah, it was. No, tw- it was 2019. 2019. 2019. Yeah. Definitely yeah. was. I think, he, I think he's big. I think the weight. Well, for I sure. think he's big, too. For sure, it's a thing. I mean, we, yeah, we talked about how better he looked at, one, at 61. But you got to think he's already thinking. I mean, Dayton Vicks is already thinking 2024, yeah. right? And he's already thinking, I need to go down because I got to be there in 2024. Um, I don't know. That's what would make, hey, you say a hungry field was my vibe. That would actually make me excited. I don't actually think any of these guys can actually challenge Spencer. I think unless Spencer were to uh, be injured, he he just wins running away from this field. Uh, him versus Dayton can actually get us excited for 125 on Saturday night. You started at 133. You ended here. Let's do it. That's it's it is fire if it happens. Yeah. I'm I'm I guess I'm just sort of dubious of it happening. I'd I've be heard dubious about also. It. We, we don't need to talk about, about him going up to one forty one. Yeah, honestly, I think he should go forty one. You tell me, I mean, Andrew Liras is a bad dude, no He's doubt. Good. But Dayton but would beat him for sure. Dayton would win. He would win. Um, and but it wouldn't be as legendary. It would not be as legendary. And he's wrestling fifty-seven for the for twenty twenty-four. So and well, so this is my question with Dayton: Will he? Will he go down this year for the open? 
Um, Probably. You would think so, right? You would think so. So that means he's making it in April. Or you think, I have a better route of making team at 61 and meddling at 61, which sets me up better for Olympic trials if I don't make it this year. And that is also true. Um, That's possible. But, yeah, because really the only benefit of going 57, not only do you have to make the weight, you have to then medal at Worlds at a really tough weight. So you're really putting, I would say, your eggs in a basket. The other thing, no, I'm I'm going to disagree. The other thing, because like, I can tell you this from my experience, when I, I had to get my body smaller, because the first time I made 74, I fell off a cliff. Like the next day, I mm-hmm. thought, you know, I felt good for a little bit, and then it was like, like, no good. Um, and it didn't take me till that third or fourth time being down there where it, if I felt okay. So, yeah, if I'm dating, I'm not making it for the first time at the trials or the open in 2024. Yeah. And he's good at it. I mean, he, he, he's done it yeah. before. He's, he is a disciplined, disciplined athlete. I, I just think Very he's sure. big. I just think he's big and he's, he's not smaller than he was a couple of years ago. And I think the cut became problematic for him. Um, yes. Maybe I don't not. disagree. Maybe not. But I, yeah. So the rumors out there, it's nothing but a rumor as far as I can tell. Him being nothing but rumors. Him being certified at 25 is nothing more than, I think they just. But let me ask you this. You can see what they weigh in for the dual meets, correct? Somewhere? Yeah. I'm, I, I don't I, know how to do it. Well, you need a, you need like a level of admin access. We, we can, I can get it. Um, you, not on this show, but probably by Got Wednesday, it. I could tell you what he weighed in. I'll yeah. even text you, Ben. Ooh, ahead how's, of the show. How's that? Yeah, news. Um, so I'll That's probably good. be able to find that out today, but I don't think he's descending. I mean, but John Smith did say hey, our, our lineup's not set, but at some point they have to start descending. Yes, you know? they would. Yeah. I mean, not, Whitcraft is about, to me, similar to Mastro. Um, you know, he's going to win maybe a match or two at Nationals and – that's that's probably it. Maybe master. Well, okay. Or master about, goes up. Or or or. What if Carter Young comes down to one thirty three? That's that's great too. That would be a that could be a thing. You know, if Dayton doesn't go one twenty five, we there's a high likelihood we would still get Dayton Spencer this year if Freestyle, he goes 57 yes. this year at the open because mm-hmm. they would both have to go to the open to qualify for final x it's so juicy i mean in soriano yeah. there too mm-hmm. i've 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 longed for those three to be in one, a bracket for <laughs> so how long have i been talking about this ben? Uh, i've had sleepless nights thinking Sleep- about this uh <laughs> i want to see it so bad dayton soriano spencer same bracket hasn't happened oh, I mean, has it? I'm trying to Nothing. think of a time no. it's maybe happened. No, I don't think so. Really, truly a shame. Uh, Thomas meddled, so those semis wouldn't. Oh my gosh, it's <laughs> almost too much juice. Um, too much juice. Yeah, and you know, I'm, another guy I'm wondering about is like, what's Gross's plan while we're because he's got to go down sometime also. At some point. Well, he doesn't look remember, like he's going down right now. He's... You, you can see it in his face. Yeah. Remember he. He contemplated going up, I actually, know. so he... If I'm Seth Gross, I am making the world team again at 61. 
That's my yeah, goal. Let me let me go try. Like this is this is his best Especially chance. Especially if it gets easier because it clears out. It's gonna clear out for sure. <laughs> All these tweeners are going down or up for the most part. Yes. Rose can make yes. the team at sixty one. I think what we saw at Worlds, like he could medal, and that that international weight's probably gonna thin out. Um, now Russia could always re-enter the chat, and they're gonna have a savage there. When are they gonna re-enter? I don't know. You gotta figure by Olympics they're back. Gotta be sometime, right? Yeah. It doesn't look like that war is gonna stop anytime soon. Yeah, so sadly. Um so Gable, uh so we had a question here. Uh obligatory Gable mention. Um Gable had that Instagram I think it was the Instagram story where he said, Missing that action, gonna be active real soon. It's a picture of him with a Minnesota there it is. I will stop describing it. Uh, for well, no, a lot no, of people are listening. A lot of people. He's wearing a Minnesota wrestling shirt. He's walking out into a tunnel. He's holding a pair of headgear. So, but this is Gable. Just I think he, it just means in WWE is what I actually think it means. Yeah, I know, but mm, no, he's trying to make us think. Maybe that's what will ultimately well, happen. He is definitely trying sure. to make us think he's considering coming back to real wrestling. Not yes. The, but I thought style. wasn't Christian wasn't the whole one of the original contentions was that he wanted to be out there on the big stage earlier with the WWE and they mm-hmm. want to say, you know, because you get do got to get like uh, the moves, you know, the moves that they're all doing with each other. You got to get those down. You got to get those smooth. Otherwise, it can look bad. And he had obviously never done those things before. So it's yeah. going to take him a while to get smooth. And and now, you know, he posted plenty of videos and practicing. And so now he's probably getting smooth and they're probably going to roll him out there a whole bunch. Right. Maybe, but I, I don't know. Um, Coach Eggums, who is normally pretty like on the positive side about Gable, a Gable return, whatever, was like one percent shot he comes back. So that's not yes, that's not I've very that high. Um, not kind of not, but you are telling me there's a chance. Yeah, maybe there is one percent. Yeah. Um, you're like me. You just didn't get that movie quote. No, oh, I got it. It's from Dumb and Dumber. Oh, uh, okay. Hey. I thought you just did it me. No, I did not. Um, any other things? Um, I think we, I, I think don't think we, so. I'm distracted. I got a piece so bad. Here we go with your, you and Too your big of a cup of coffee. Listen, I guess I'm tough enough. I'm, I'm, I'm summoning my inner Wayne Bauman today and, uh, RIP and RIP. I'm holding it, but it definitely takes some focus off. Yeah, it, it is. It is. It can be a distraction. Yes, for sure. Well, we thank you guys so much for listening. We're sorry about Ben's bladder. You can't help it. <laughs> uh, we were done anyways. We Stop love it. him. We'll, we'll, uh, we will refund you the five minutes of this free show. Um, thank you guys so much for listening. We'll be back Wednesday. Going to be another one. Another fun one. Can't wait for that. Plenty I always talk thought, Christian, what if I installed a urinal below my desk? Well, I mean, what, what do you make all this money for? What do you coach all these academies for if you can't have the finer things in life? Urinals Urinal everywhere. The desk. Can't turn around <laughs> without hitting a urinal. That's the American uh, dream, Ben. The world is my urinal. The world is the world is JD's <laughs> urinal. That, I think that is the Iowa uh, motto. I think that's <laughs> I think I've seen that. JD. That's on the license plates, I think. Iowa. Go try it on Sixth Street today, JD. See what happens. Oh, there's. I would listen, not get. I would not get arrested. You would not get arrested. Trust me. <laughs> yeah. There's plenty of urinating on Sixth uh, Street. Sixth right, Street done. is forty percent pee at this point. Uh, all right yeah peeing outside is the best (laughs) it is great hey one time caleb tried to pee outside in the middle of iowa city get out of here ben
Caleb wasn't going to hold it at all. He was just peeing right there on the street. He lost his mind. All right, thank you guys so much. See you Wednesday. Goodbye.